Welcome to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, and I'm with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Listen, that's the jam. That is my jam. That is my jam. I'm so excited uh, for our show today. And listen, while we are here for this hour, you're more than welcome to call at any point. 1-800-920-1580. Go ahead and jump in here and, you know, give your opinion or say hello or whatever it is that you would like to do. You can also join us on YouTube right now. Join us. We stream live every day and YouTube be popping off. I love you guys on YouTube. I love the community out there. Uh, It's always so much fun. While you are there, make sure that you are following KBLA 1580 on all of our social media platforms. And make sure you're following me, too, because that's just not right if you're not (laughs) at Robin Ayers. Follow me at Robin Ayers. Uh, That's always fun. We have a great show lined up for you today. I'm so excited. You know, later on, I will be bringing you Who's Got Next uh, and Who's Got Next Today is Fire. I'm also going to be bringing you What Not to Miss, some things that I don't want you to miss out on. Uh, So I'm always pleased to be the one to introduce to you different topics and different events and different things and shows and movies that you need to be aware of. And that's always a blessing. We're also going to have our contributor call in in a little while. We're going to break down some of these major topics. Uh, But when we come forward, I have a fantastic guest. If you've seen my socials and you've looked at her socials, you know who I have uh, in here today. She is uh, the incredible one who we all looked up to uh, for years now. Uh, Shanice will be joining me on the other side. I'm so excited to get to that and so much more. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know that song. I know this song is near and dear to your heart like it is mine. Ladies and gentlemen, Shawnice is with us today, the Grammy-nominated recording artist and actress who is starring as Michelle Obama opposite T.J. Wilkins, who plays Barack Obama in the forthcoming musical 44, the unofficial, unsanctioned Obama musical that's playing April 19th through May 20th at the Bourbon Room Hollywood. Shawnice, how are you today? Good, and I'm so glad to be on your show. <laughs> oh, you, I, you know, it's funny. They say that they can hear me smile through the microphone and on radio. I can hear your smile. I can see your smile uh, from a mile away, even though we're <laughs> we're far apart right uh, now. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> That's and I'm, how the song came about. When I was in high school, I used to smile a lot, and the kids would laugh at me and say, why do you smile all the time? <laughs> so when I went in to write the song with Narda Michael Walden, I came up with the title, because I smiled all the time. <laughs> How ironic is that? I mean, it's funny because you're, <laughs> you know, that song, it just is, it's so near and dear. It's so nostalgic, right? Uh, and so we all remember that song because it's been played all around the world, obviously, for so many years. But, um, 
you we thought of course you're talking to someone you know when you see, when you see the video and you're looking at somebody with a nice smile you're like oh that's cute she's singing to somebody who's got a nice smile but the irony is that you have one of the greatest smiles ever uh, <laughs> yeah thank you of course thank it's you. beautiful it's beautiful <laughs> now you know I, I was talking to your husband flex alexander who uh-huh. we all know and love who was up here recently yes. with the cast he of yeah, we, he was here with the cast of uh, New Jack City, that that play, that musical, I mean, the play. And he was here with Tavis Smiley, of course. And yes. uh, I told him, I said, listen, I am on your wife's bumper. I got to get Shanice up here. And he said, I'm going to put in a good word for you. <laughs> so yes, he came home and he said, you got to talk to Robin. I said, of course I want to talk to Robin. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Flex did not know. Happen. We had already had a relationship uh, on online. And, you know, honestly... I want to know from you, um, you know, here we are three decades, over three decades later, uh, from you sustaining a career, and you and your husband have got to be two of the nicest people I think that you could ever come across, um, not just in Hollywood, but just in general. Do you think that is partly, obviously you're both talented, and specifically you, um, you're talented, but do you think that that has played a part in how you've sustained yourself so long? Um, I mean, I, it, it, it could, it could be part of the reasons because I feel like this, when you're not a nice person, mm. like people don't want to be, you know, people don't want to be around people, you know, don't want to be bothered with you, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, all we're doing is being ourselves. Like I can't be nothing but myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's all I've ever tried to do. And then as far as having longevity in the industry, I just. I don't let anything stop me. Like, even when things are not looking like things are kind of, you know, in the, in the industry, you're kind of up and down, up and down. And even even during my downtime, mm-hmm. you know, I always keep going. I'm always doing something, pushing and still singing and traveling. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just I just never stop. Like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that you just have to believe in yourself more than anything. Mm-hmm. And you have to just keep going, even when things are looking bad. Yeah, I love that you word. Know, I love I love. Know. Yeah, I love that you offered that because you're basically uh, it's persistence. You know, you got to just keep keep yes. going. And uh, and exactly. I appreciate that you and Flex have both been so open and transparent about, um, you know, some of the challenges you faced and obviously some of the mountains yeah. that you have climbed and, and overcome. And so yeah. that that to you, because I'm saying you know, being kind because both, both of you really are, but that is really one of the reasons that people want to have you near, near to them. And that is one of the reasons that people want to help you succeed in life. Right. Do you find that? Do you find that, um, you know, along this lengthy career and long journey that you've had, um, that you too have been put in the position where you also want to help others who are just good people, good, you know, good talented, of course, but just good people to you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my husband and I, whenever we can help others, we 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 try to we go we try to help as many people as we can. Mm. Like I have friends in the industry. If there's a gig that I can't do, I'll say, uh, call call you know call my other friend or call you know I love Faith Evans. Mm-hmm. You know, I always reach out to Faith about you know if there's like show ideas or whatever. Um, Kenny Lattimore, like call Kenny, call mm-hmm. Shantae. Oh, or, yeah. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Oh, you, we we all need a friend like you, Shanice. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome because you don't. First of all, people just don't tend to do that uh, in general. But especially yeah. when you when you uh, when you when it comes to the entertainment industry, you know, everybody thinks that there is just one opportunity, you know, one one right. chance. There's room for there's room for all of us, yes. you know, and I feel like we all bring something different to the table. And mm-hmm. I just feel like we can in in in, in the industry. I feel like we if we got together and did some things like more things together. We can get even you know further. Mm. Um, that's how I look at it. Oh, like, I like that. You know? Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Have you, uh, you know, you and your husband, you have both um, been across, you know, t- television screens, radios. You've done all of it, stages, all of those things. How about doing something like that, Shanice? Um, getting a group of your friends together who are all, even the people that you just named, who are all super talented and kind of yes. making something happen. Do you have any ideas like that? Um, I have some ideas that I've been thinking about, but I can't really say yet mm-hmm. on, you know, live on the radio, but <laughs> there's some things that I've been, there's some ideas that I have, but you know what, uh, just recently, we I don't know if you saw the episode on Jill Scott show, First Wives, Wives Club, mm. uh, myself, Shante Moore, Deborah Cox, and Kelly Price. We did an episode together yeah. and the whole episode was about us doing, going out on tour so that's one thing I would love to do is, you know, get some of my, you know, singing friends and put together a live tour and just tour all over the world mm. with it. Oh, that um, sounds like so a dream. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing in the near future that I'm going to try to make happen. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And speaking of sure. singing, that voice has only gotten better over time. I mean, you obviously sing your face off (laughs) you are an incredible singer um and you are still singing I know you have even a performance this uh in two days you have a performance on the 24th in Rancho Cucamonga so you're still being requested to sing um because your voice is is gotten only better with time yes yes I'm thank you so much I'm still like I said, I never stop. I just, yeah, I'm still touring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coming up with some more t- television ideas. I, I really had a good time doing reality uh, TV. So, um, you know, working on some TV ideas and, um, you know, definitely the uh, singing is my first love. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always on the road <laughs> yes and you've passed down that gift to your kids. I know, I know your, your uh, daughter uh, she is, I know she sings because I, I see it on social media, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, that has got to be really, uh, one of the, the, the highlights of your life, right? Passing on the gifts that you have to your children. Uh, how has that been, yeah, you know, watching? First, yeah. You know, it's really cool. Like the, my son sings too. He can sing yeah. and write and produce and my daughter sings and writes. And, um, it's really cool. I just. And I support them in whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. I just, sometimes, like, in the beginning, I was a little nervous because I said, why can't you just go to school and be a doctor? Like, you know? <laughs> I, I get it, industry, yeah. <laughs> the industry is, is cutthroat. It's, yeah. it's really, it's, it's not easy. But, you know, Flex and I can just teach them what we've learned and just, you know, protect them as much as we can. Yeah. And, um, 
No, I just support them. Yeah, which, I mean, at the end of the day, I know you'll always do. You'll be there to support your kids. But, you know, it's, it's funny. Yeah. They probably look at you and they're like, I know that you probably don't want me to go this route. I know it's probably easier to have a backup plan and go to school and do something. But yeah. if and though they've seen some of the challenges uh, or maybe all of the challenges that you faced, yeah. they're still yeah. like, listen, but you persevered. You, you you're still doing it and you're you're in that field that you love. So I, I almost can't knock the fact that children of very talented people want to follow in their footsteps, even though we yeah. as parents, we're like, we've been here. We know what it feels like. So we want you to go maybe a different route. But I almost can't knock it because they're looking at you being yeah. still fantastic. Right. 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 Yeah. And yeah. That's why I support them. I mm -hmm. try to help them as much as I can. And I support them. I get that. And just, you know, teach, you know I, just, I just try to teach them, you know, what I know. And um, they're going to have to bump their head, their heads a couple of times. Yeah, you know, live some life. <laughs> live a little bit of life. You'll bump your heads a, a couple of times and then you'll, you know, get back exactly. on track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you started so young um, in the industry, but do you, do you ever have a thought of what you would have done had it not been for the entertainment business and becoming a singer? You know what? Um, I remember when I was younger, I loved like babies, and I remember I was like, I should like you know be a doctor, like a like a doctor, mm. um, maybe a pediatrician or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or or um, I know this sounds crazy, but I I'm in love with makeup. So okay. I always said, if I wasn't singing, I would probably be a really dope makeup artist. Okay. I can <laughs> see I, that. You are I so glamorous. Thank you. I started my own lipstick line. It's called Smile by Shanice. <laughs> so uh, that's the web, the website is smilebyshanice.com. And it's a vegan line. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I always wanted to be in, uh, in to, to do cosmetics, even when I did smile back in the 90s. I was like, how could I start my own makeup line? But I didn't know how, where to begin. Mm. I didn't even know how to get a line started. Wow. Um, but timing is everything. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it, it makes so much, so much, so much sense. That's actually very perfect to have a lipstick line where it's lining your lips, where you're smiling because, it, you know, it, it just makes perfect sense. I love that. I love that for you as well. Uh, so smilebyshawnees.com is where everyone can get that yeah. lipstick. Okay. Um, I also, uh, I love the fact that you have gotten into acting. I yeah. love that for you. I mean, th this is an area in which you shine. Yeah. Well, you know what? A mm -hmm. lot of people don't know this, but I started at eight years old. I started out in theater. Mm. Um, when I was eight, Chip Fields, who was Kim Fields' mom, she put me on stage for the first time and taught me how to act and put me in one of her plays with Kim Fields, Malcolm Jamal Warner, my friend Sean Earl, who was who starred in Rent and on Broadway. And um, she, so I started out doing theater with Kim and Chip. And then in the 90s, I was the first African-American to play Eponine in Les Miserables. Mm. So I, I, I did Broadway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, so acting, like, because, you know, when I was a kid, um, my mom would send me off to this school on the weekends. 
I would take classes like dance class, singing class, acting class. Like I, I studied all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did because when you do theater, live theater, you have to know how to dance, sing, and act. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, do, you, <laughs> do you still have uh, or do you have any footage of those old performances? You know what? I... I ink the, the the play that I did when I was eight years old. I do have it somewhere, and I gotta find it. But the, <laughs> when I did Broadway, I don't have any footage of that because they wouldn't allow us to record. Mm-hmm. But I do still know the producer of the show, so I'm gonna reach out to him. Yeah, right away and tell him I need to have a copy of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure your fans would go wild looking at you post something like that on social <laughs> media. That would be incredible to yeah. see to see yeah. little Shawnees, you know, still, uh, you know. <laughs> Going and, and you know actually that's a cool little uh, that's a cool little clip you know in my mind I think I'm a director right I think I, I'm an editor I'm a director I'm a creative I'm, director all I'm of it you great at it <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> yeah so in my mind I kind of see you doing like maybe putting up a clip of your your eight year old self uh, and then doing some sort of like smooth transition into you doing now uh, 44 yeah. right you've returned yeah, back to the stage. Uh, can yes. we can we talk about that for a little while? Um, this is uh, something that I'm sure it, it's got to be so exciting to do something like this because you are playing Michelle Obama. By the way, do you yes. know if they know of it uh, about this musical or if they've seen it or anything like that? Well, I know we did it last year because this is our second my second time doing the show, yeah. um, second run. But when we did it last year, I did hear rumors that they knew about it and I, I heard someone told me that one of his daughters knew about it and they heard that it was a really good show and then I heard that somebody from their camp came to see the show so I think they definitely know about it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> through somebody they gotta so know about it right so maybe since I mean the last last year everyone loved it and it talked about it so hopefully maybe this year we can get them to actually come to the show that would be great that would be fantastic (laughs) what are your thoughts on playing michelle obama is it um do you feel any pressure um that people may judge you like oh she's doing a fantastic michelle obama or do you kind of relieve yourself of that pressure and just do what you do you know i just try to do what i do i didn't try to like imitate her you know or anything um i i know that she's a strong black woman so I definitely, you know, and I know that she's very um, supportive of her husband. And um, and I, I I just tried to be myself, but I don't know. I just tried to tell the story because there's a lot of music in it. So there's a lot of singing. So I'm actually telling her story through song, mm-hmm. through music. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, yeah. but it's really dope because... It shows, like, you know, when you look at the president, you know, Barack and Michelle, we don't get to see what happens behind closed doors at the White House. So it kind of shows, like, the romantic side, you know, when they have conflict and stuff that, like, the that we don't really, like, we get to see the human side of them. Yeah. And that's what I, I love about it. And the music is so dope. Like, mm. you know, you can hear a little, you can hear a little a little bit of like um, Motown slash like there's some hip hop, there's some some Marvin Gaye. Like it's really cool. <sighs> that um, sounds amazing. Oh, Eli Bowman wrote and produced it, and he did 
an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely can't wait to see it because I will definitely uh, yes, be, be there. I will absolutely be there uh, to not only support, but just, you know, give back to the the gift of stage, you know, stage performances. Um, what are your thoughts very quickly? We only have a, a couple more minutes with you, Shanice, but um, your thoughts on getting black people specifically, you know, our culture, we need to be more exposed. Do you I mean, what are your thoughts on the lack of that connection between our culture and, and the live performances on stage? Yes, I think for our culture, we definitely need to um, support, you know, theater. And that's what I love. Like Tyler Perry, Mm -hmm. I love what Tyler Perry did. Mm -hmm. Like he took stage plays to the next level. And now I think people are starting to support theater more now than before. So which is a good thing. Mm. Um, Yeah. Because I remember the only time I would go to theaters is I go to New York and go, you know, on Broadway and see one of the Broadway shows. But outside of New York, I didn't see people like going to see it, like watching stage plays. So now I think Tyler Perry had a lot to do with that. Oh, yeah. I think that I'm so grateful because I definitely (laughs) attended uh, some of his his uh, plays here in L.A. as well. before we before we let you get out of here, Shanice, um, well, number one, I want you to tell us what's coming up. I know you got a couple of performances. You're doing something actually very, very cool. Um, you, you got a lot coming up. So why don't you let people know where they can find you or what, where they can support you? Well, I'm super excited because um, on April 15th, I'm going to be singing with the Queen of Funk, Miss Shaka Khan and Tony Terry. Um, in San Pedro, California, and it's for breast cancer. So yeah, yeah. it's for a great cause, and I'm so excited to share the stage with with Chaka and, and Tony Terry. Oh <laughs> so my I'm gosh! Super excited. Well, so I, that's that's a, yeah. Huh? Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. You can finish up. So that no, no, no. That's on April 15th, and then this Friday, I'm going to be in Rancho Cucamonga. It's called Happy Hour Fridays. And um, and I want people to come out to that. I'm going to be doing my own set, and we're just going to have a good time. Well, you so know I'll what? Yeah, I, and I'm I'm gonna try to support you in all that you do. You are fantastic in so many different ways. And before you get off of my line, before I uh, before I let you go, I just have to give you your flowers and tell you how much you mean to the culture and how much you mean to to all of us who grew up watching you. And we just thank you for your gift. Uh, keep Aww. smiling. Keep doing everything thank that you do. You. And one day we're gonna have you in studio. We gotta finally get you here. Yeah. So I appreciate you. I definitely want to come into the studio for sure. Yes, absolutely. Well. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. And again, uh, we will for sure go see you in 44, the unofficial, unsanctioned Obama musical. So thank you, Shanice. We love you and appreciate you. Thank you. I love you, too. Thank Have a good you. one. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. When we come forward, uh, we are going to get to the rest of these trending topics and uh, continue the rest of the Rob Report on KBLA. You are about to get some news, traffic, and sports, but stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Rob Report. Keep it locked. More of of the Rob Report Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. (laughs) You are inside the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you are just joining us, you missed the beautiful, incredibly talented Shanice, who is here to talk talk to us about her um, forthcoming second round, actually, of the musical. 
uh, 44. The uh, This is an incredible, I believe, and I'm sure I'm right about this. I think that it's going to be incredible. I am definitely going to go uh, see that uh, musical here in Hollywood, April 19th through May 20th. Make sure that if you are here, uh, you join in as well. Um, so thank you to Shanice. Uh, listen, I'm so excited to get into these topics today with our wonderful contributor. You know, it's Wednesday. That means that the host of Jasmine Brand is with us, TK Trinidad. Hello to you, TK. Hey, hey, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you joining us uh, today on The Raw Report. Uh, you know, so much has happened over this past several days that I hadn't been able to really talk about we've had some incredible guests on the raw report uh recently but i had to to bring in this particular topic and i want to uh see your thoughts on this tk what are your thoughts behind bad bunny being sued for 40 million dollars from his ex-girlfriend because he used her voice in his record <laughs> i mean the nerve tell me what are your thoughts on that though I, I mean, I understand where she's coming from. Um, she did record it when they were together. Okay. Um, so it'll be interesting how they play that in court because it's kind of like, okay, um, I recorded or she they're, they're probably going to go like she recorded it. She gave it to him and she wasn't talking about money while they were together. Um, however, it states that before his latest album was dropped, they actually called her and offered her two thousand dollars for the ownership to that voice. So it's kind of one of those things that they know they were in the wrong and they proceeded with it anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you know, at the end of the day, is it worth forty thousand dollars or forty million? Then no, but <laughs> right. they might grant it to her because they did ask her for permission to use it and she declined. Okay. So, I mean, but they moved on anyway. So I, maybe that's why this $40 million ask is so excessive because uh, she declined and they said, let's go ahead and do it anyway. What do you think? Um, I mean, I do. But we're, we're talking about Bad Bunny again. Bad Bunny is also the one who had uh, thrown a fan's phone who came in his face trying to record, um, which mm -hmm. I get it. You know, I understand sometimes you need your privacy. It's like, don't come up in my face if I didn't invite you here. Um but do, it, what is your take on some of these artists feeling like they are invincible or being able to just, you know, be be denied on something and move forward with it anyway? Well, it's a combination of different things, right? Mm -hmm. Ironically, she went, to, I don't know if she completed, but she actually went to law school. That's one of the reasons why they broke up the first time. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also lawyers against lawyers. So, you know, they probably, she declined, she declined the $2,000, she's suing for 40, 40 million. He probably has, you know, a stack of lawyers behind him that's willing to fight this case. And if she doesn't have the same power, then there's a, a great chance that, you know, she's not going to get, not, she's not going to see any money. And then on top of that, even if she, they do grant her the 40 million, whether he pays it or not. You know, that's a whole different thing. Like, that's I think, um, yeah, yeah, they sued OJ with that whole um, case with Nicole Kidman, not Nicole Kidman, Nicole Brown, and he's still owing the family money. And, Ooh. you know, we know he, yeah, we know he has money. So it's one of those things where at the end of the day, you know, even if she does win, will she see any of the money? 
that's another case. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure if the case is worth $40 million. Good luck to her trying to uh, receive that money. Uh, but I see her point. You know, if I if I, I don't want my voice going around if I did not give uh, permission for it either. But, you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, this is something that I'm really interested in talking to you about because from a journalist to journalist, right, you're in the world of, of journalism. Megan James, who is a television personality and had been on the show, she was her claim to fame was Bad Girls Club. And she has done a few other reality television shows, but now she's finding herself behind a microphone. She's doing a podcast mm -hmm. and interviewing all kind of people. Um she recently interviewed a rapper, Young Jock, who's been in the industry for a while, long time, some years. And uh, she is <laughs> she's asking him, how did you sustain your 20 plus year career off of one hit? And he says, well, I have multiple hits. I have, you know, several hits. And the the comments, the people in the comments roasted her because they felt like how are you behind a microphone and you did not do your research or did not do any preparation for this interview give me your take on that tk because this is what you do as well you are a certified host and journalist so uh what's what is your belief on that well the term host and journalist is is really just dependent on one the organization that you work with and then sure. two what you what you what your code of ethics, ethics or principles are. Um, so, you know, there are people who say that they're hosts, but, you know, if you put them in certain scenarios, they wouldn't necessarily be able to manage that. So there's, 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 so there's that. Um, you know, Megan has come out and she said, well, you know, she was trying to be, you know, sarcasm, a little bit of funny, you know, kind of almost on the level of Charlemagne the God. However, for, you know, a host to develop their voice, it takes years and years mm -hmm. to, to do that. And I think, you know, it just didn't land. Um, and the bad thing that came out of it is that Young Jock has now said that he's not, he's not doing podcasts, you know, ever again, unless it's somebody he knows. So this is kind of one of those scenarios where people who want to reach out and actually interview him and, you know, give him his flowers and talk about his life and et cetera. He's no longer going to give any of those other podcasts or shows other chances because of this bad experience. Mm. So I, you know, kind of understand, you know, what Megan was saying. Cause she's like, Oh, men, you know, kind of say these type of things or kind of hit that angle sometimes too. But again, you kind of have to, uh, take the bad with the good because if you think about Charlemagne in the breakfast club when he first started people hated him there's they artists did. who blocked him there's artists who refused to come on the breakfast club there's still artists today who refuse to come on the breakfast club because yeah. of how he you know treated them or at questions he asked so you know and he's he's kind of owned up to them he owned up to it he's changed his ways yes. he's different on his approach but you know the breakfast club has been around for 14 13 14 years so you know and but again, when Breakfast Club first started versus now where we are in social media, I think like like I said last week, everybody now has a voice so we can all yeah. give our opinions. However, with that particular podcast, I'm now going to go and listen to, you know, what Young Jock is going to say after, you know, after that question. So good so, for views and <laughs> good for ratings. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. good for good for ratings. And, you know, we'll see if they're able to sustain it. Um, we have one minute. I want to get your thoughts 
on the rapper Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine, who is just a huge, uh, boastful, um, huge personality rapper, has offended a lot of people. He had gone to jail before, and the the key thing is now that he uh, he he told he was an informant he ratted on someone um in order to get out of jail so he's not liked in many places a video just came out where he was working out at a gym and some people caught up with him in in the bathroom and they beat him up he's saying that he got jumped and it was pretty pretty graphic pretty severe what are your thoughts did he deserve this or or not give me one minute Um... of your of your thoughts I'm not going to say whether he deserved it or not. I'm just saying if you if you snitch and you manage to come out and you manage to stay untouched, then you definitely need security, period. Um, you know, it's not for me to decide whether you deserve it or not. I wasn't, you know, you didn't snitch on me. Sure. So, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He gets, it's kind of his fault for not having security because he knows there's a target on his back. Yeah. So, you know. Okay, good point. And by deserve, let me be clear. I don't think anybody deserves to get beat up like that. Well, no, some people actually deserve to get beat up like that. I, I yeah, don't know. I can name a few. Yeah, but, I can name know. a few. I can <laughs> definitely name a few. I don't know if Takashi falls in that in that uh, category or not. Some people actually think that he deserves it. So in the comments, you know, you have all kind of people feeling sorry for him. And then you have a lot of people who are uh, saying, well, listen, at least somebody caught up with him. Uh, but listen, I, I take your point. I appreciate your thoughts on the situation. And listen, we are going to have TK back with us again next week. I appreciate you so much for calling in to the Raw Report. And uh, we will definitely hear from you again next week. Can you let everybody know where they can find you online? Yep. Very simple. You can follow me on everything, everywhere at TK Trinidad. Perfect. Thank you so much, TK. We will talk with you soon. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. You are still inside the Raw Report. But when we come forward, I got to tell you who's got next. I got to play that for you. Uh, just... When we come forward, though, you're still listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. All right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. That's right. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, you know what time it is. One of my favorites. Uh, It's time for Who's Got Next. This particular singer, uh, I'm sure this is not the first time you've heard this name. I hope it's not the first time you've heard this name. Uh, I'm going to read to you a little bit because I think it's important for you to know a little bit about her background. Her name is Alex Vaughn. She's a singer, songwriter, pianist. Uh, She's also a producer. She's from the DMV area. And she's only 22 years old. Recently, uh, the other, another fantastic R&B soul singer, Ari Lennox, uh, mentioned that they were going to do a co-collaboration together, which I think is super, super dope. Super fly. Um, Alex Vaughn, though, back in 2015, she dropped her debut uh, EP called The 4 P.M. Mix. So a lot of people have heard from her before, a lot of her music and her style. She's got that good, feel-good R&B type music. Um, And she's fantastic. I was listening to her recently, and I'm like, you know what? Alex Vaughn is really, she's been around, but she's really about to go. Trust me on this. You're going to hear her name again. This is Alex Vaughn, So Be It.
understanding you understand you feel it and you and of course i you know about her already i'm seeing that that you some of you have already known about her mimi says yay robin you're playing alex vaughn i love her um definitely is penny thompson she says great great song she's feeling that choice jay west hello i see you also loving that song definitely alex vaughn is somebody that you need to look out for um in the chat fahima thank you so much for um for this comment she's talking about tyler perry in the uh the stage broadcast productions and how he absolutely was not the first to introduce black people to the theater for sure uh we were talking about that earlier with our conversation uh with shanice and i think she mentioned tyler perry as someone who uh in modern day right now had been so influential to black people going to just in droves to the uh to the theater i know i was one of them <laughs> you know so there are some great people who have obviously even come before tyler perry tyler perry for him to even know that he can do a play had to look at someone so we know that there are plenty of people uh and so thank you for your comment uh she said there was a black arts movement started by amiri baraka so definitely shout out to to uh to them and thank you fahima for that comment as well uh what not to miss okay you weren't here obviously but maybe you saw online i I know we put some pictures out and some uh we did some filming from the cast of twilight los angeles 1992 who uh was here with tavis smiley did an interview with him they are doing this amazing production is the revised production of Anna DeVere Smith's Twilight. Again, Los Angeles, 1992. It's returning to the center, uh, to center theater group, Mark Taper forum, March 8th through April 9th. Okay. Here's the thing. A lot of you, and I appreciate it so much. Some of you I'll say have come back and told me, Robin, I'm glad that you mentioned 
this. I'm glad that you uh, put me on to that because I went to I went to see it or I went I watched it. Several people, several of you have said that to me. I'm telling you right now that you need to go ahead and uh, and and if you can make your way, if you are in Los Angeles, I think you should go over here as well. Um, it's a fantastic production. We know much about it. Uh, there's a whole thing. I'm not going to read this for you, but <laughs> if you want to look it up, uh, feel free. Again, Anna Devere Smith's Twilight, Los Angeles, 1992. We know what happened in 1992 here in Los Angeles with the riots. Um, we need you to go ahead. It's it's they're talking about the L.A. riots and they explore immediate impact of the individual Angelinos and the community as a whole. Uh, it's fantastic. It's diverse. It's it's something that I believe you really should go and see. Um, y'all commented on my gear and whatnot. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> Today was a very chill day because it's still raining in California. I don't know where you are watching from. I always ask, though, where are you watching from? If you can go ahead and shout that out in, in the comments or uh, do an open mic, that's cool, too. If you guys want to do some screenshots, I will certainly shout you out and you post them. Make sure that you are tagging KBLA 1580. Make sure that you are tagging at Robin Ayers as well. That's always fun to uh, repost your uh, your screenshots. Some of y'all don't be looking out though. Some of y'all be taking screenshots when my face is all distorted and, and whatnot. <laughs> so get one of me smiling or something like that. I appreciate that. Deborah Chicoa says Fultondale. I know Penny Thompson says Fultondale. Fahima, I know that you are in uh you are in DC. Uh, let us know where you are. Thank you. Mimi says she's calling or she's watching from Florida. Uh, shout out to Florida. Truly love you guys. Truly appreciate you guys. Uh, yes, Anna Devere Smith, thank you so much, is another one. Definitely one of those that you need to go see. St. Louis, Marcus is watching from St. Louis. Shout out to all of you guys from across this wonderful nation. Definitely appreciate you. Definitely appreciate you staying tuned and, and rocking with me uh, from the Raw Report. Monday through Friday, and I hope that you'll come back again. We are still getting in some amazing uh, interview requests and uh, some that I think will put a big, big smile on your face. I have another one scheduled for next week that I think you guys will be pretty happy about. So uh, definitely appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed that wonderful. Uh, it was it was brief, but it was wonderful. The chat that I had with Shanice, truly appreciate her uh, and her beautiful talents. And she's taking it back to the stage. Make sure you look into that. Uh, 44 is what the musical is called. Also want to thank, uh, thank you to TK Trinidad who called in on a brief uh, trending topic breakdown. But we did it. We got it. We got it done. And as always, you have to stay right there in that seat. Don't you touch the dial because Zoe Williams is up next with the voice of reason. He is going to get all of your uh, relationship stuff together. So make sure that you stay right there. I am Robin Ayers. It's always a pleasure sitting with you today. And every day forward, remember to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.